the volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash credit card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash credit card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. What is going on, everybody? John Middlecoff, Three and Out Podcast. That's me. That's the show. This is the Monday edition. I tried to tell everyone last week, if you listen through Colin's feed, Monday is only going to be on the Three and Out feed. And people are like, well, how do I find subscribe to Three and Out feed? Just like whatever podcast you listen to, just type in Three and Out with me, and it has its own feed. And that's where the Monday show will be. And it'll be a little shorter, I think, than the Tuesday and Friday one. But same deal, just reacting to what happened today. Uh, definitely the Sunday night game, which I think might still have a minute or two left, but the, the Rams are kicking the Bears' butt. Uh, some thoughts definitely there. And then we'll dive into a couple of the big storylines, and we'll continue to get more into it on Tuesday and also kind of look forward. Uh, so we got three podcasts now. Starts on Monday. Same deal. No Middlecoff mailbag on this show, but you guys know DMs wide open. At John Middlecoff is the Instagram Slide up on in there and uh, get your question asked. Uh, you get your question answered here on the show. Very, very easy. Of course, Volume Sports now rocking and rolling. Listen to all the other podcasts. I was listening to Jay Boy. He has an SEC podcast, but it's college football. It's really good. Uh, I, I he was on the right games. I, I should have listened to him. He was he nailed a couple picks. Uh, I, I I've enjoyed that show. I've been I've actually been listening to a couple episodes. Love my college football fix. I will talk a little college football 
today as well because some big things happened on Saturday. Actually, Saturday, I mean, obviously, this is week one. It was an enormous day. It was really cool. Don't get me wrong. Yesterday was pretty sweet, and it obviously started with the Oregon game and and Sark and Texas losing. I have a couple thoughts there. But the Sunday night game just wrapped up. I I, I think sometimes we overthink this stuff. It's really pretty simple. Like, you are much more powerful as a human being when you have a partner in something. Things are always harder to do by yourself. I, it's just I, everyone listening can't agree, right? You can accomplish more when you're in a relationship, when you're married. Having that other person with you, especially if it's the right person, you can accomplish way more than you could by yourself. Anyone in business knows, no matter how dynamic you are, it, it's irrelevant. You are capped of what you can do as a solo act. If you get the right partner, the sky is the limit because that person can balance out. That person can bring things to the table that you don't have. There has never been a good coach in the history of pro sports, team sports, who have not had a great dynamic player to coach. And football specifically, for the most part, you need a dynamic quarterback. And as we saw for the last four years with Sean McVay, like he had a ceiling with what he could do with Jared Goff. He was the more talented person in the relationship. He was the one carrying Jared Goff. Like he didn't, you know, he could have made probably 50 players in the NFL look somewhat similar to that. But if you gave him a top 10-ish guy, who knows what could happen? You saw for years when Andy Reid got to Kansas City, Alex Smith, who was a middle-of-the-road quarterback, and they were consistently winning 10, 11, 12 games. Then he got Patrick Mahomes, and they've become the best team in the league. They're unfucking stoppable I mean, it's just that simple. Sean McVay, you saw tonight. Matt Stafford is in a different stratosphere as a talent than Jared Goff. And I think because where he played, Detroit, most of us did not watch that many Lions games unless you were a diehard AFC North fan or whenever your team landed with the Lions on the rotating schedule. And I guess we all watched at minimum once a year when they played in the Thanksgiving game. But let's face it. He was one of the rare quarterbacks who was paid a premium, number one overall pick, that we really didn't consume that much. And everyone in the league knows this, and I think all the fans are going to see this. This dude is a freak talent. He is a really, really good player. But now he has a really, really good coach who is the offensive coordinator with a ton of good offensive talent around them. Like, the sky's the limit for these two. It's why ultimately Kyle Shanahan went out and hopefully Trey Lance can become some big-time player because he knew he was capped with Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy played pretty well today. But big picture, he needs to get an elite talent. He saw Andy Reid did it. Pete Carroll did it. Right, Belichick had it for 20 years with Tom. You have to have that guy in the modern-day football. You get away with it in the 80s. Bill Parcells had Phil Simms. Big-time defense run the ball. Game's changed, 2021. The price of admission, we all know what it is. You have a top five, eight-ish talent at quarterback. It gives you a chance to win the Super Bowl. If you don't, it's going to be very, very difficult. Just that simple. Period, point blank, end of story. The Rams now have it. And they were able to get it somehow with the crazy trade. And Jared Goff, it got him Matt Stafford. And it was worth every pick. And it's not going to be as easy as it was this Sunday night. But it's clear. Like, if anyone watched two series of that game, you go, okay, this is going to (laughs) work. This guy's on a completely different level. Now, we'll see. They'll get in some tight games. 
Can he shake the hero syndrome that he's had before in Detroit? We won't know that until they get into a tight game with Seattle or the 49ers or the Packers. Or It'll play itself out, right? They'll go through some bumps in the road. But my mother could tell you like, wow, this guy's really good. This guy's got a chance to, I mentioned it a couple weeks ago, and I just said it from a value standpoint, the ability to win the MVP, but their ability to just kick ass and take names. I mean, they're going to be one of the more dynamic offenses in the league with that guy pulling the trigger. And then I think the other big NFC game today, it turned out that I think NFC, the Saints kind of threw their hat in the ring like, hey, don't forget about us. Because like I said with Sean McVay, the huge part of the partnership in the NFL, like you can't have the partnership in the NFL unless you have the elite coach. And we've seen like elite quarterbacks, there are only so many. Right? What's the, the famous saying when someone gets in a breakup? Like there's a lot of fish in the sea. That is not the case with coaching. There aren't a lot of fish in the sea. If there were, there'd be great coaches everywhere. There are a small amount. And Sean Payton has been one of the better head coaches in the NFL for almost 15 years now. And like McVay, and like Andy Reid, and like these offensive... He's also the play caller. So he has a direct impact on half the game. Literally because he's calling the plays. And they made a pivot when Drew Brees retired. Or, you know, Drew Brees, did he retire on his own? However it all played out. Somehow got hair on his head. Uh, Does a good job on TV. I've been impressed so far with with Drew behind a mic. But it was like, how is Jameis going to do? Here's what I know about elite offensive coaches. Look at the history of the league. Their greatest value is their ability to resurrect people. And in the NFL, especially a team like the Saints, whose cap was in shambles, they didn't have that much room, They, they they always trade in picks, they didn't have ability to go pay for a quarterback, they were drafted not high enough to get one of the top quarterbacks, they had some limitations. Well, Sean Payton, you pay him about 11, 12, 13, 14 million dollars a year. Sean Payton's been making like 10 plus million dollars a year for probably for like a decade. And you're seeing his value right now. Because you go, oh, he's had Drew Brees forever. Well, you kind of forget, but he kind of created Drew Brees and the offense. Like, does Drew Brees happen without him? Because ultimately, I think Sean Payton happens without Drew Brees. Now, clearly they were beneficial. Like I talked about earlier, they were a great partnership. But it has run its course. Not every partnership goes till the end of time. Some end, right? And that one ended because Drew couldn't throw anymore. This one was some risk, but they didn't pay him any money. Uh, One of the greatest abilities of an offensive coach is to take a talented quarterback who has some issues, which means you can usually get them for cheap. They only paid him a couple million. They paid him like a million dollars last year. They didn't have to pay him that much money this year. Taysom Hill makes more than Jameis. But once upon a time, and rightfully so, Jameis was a number one overall pick. He has a really, really explosive arm. One modern day football, pushing the ball down the field, is advantageous to dominating. Why? Because the rules are there for you to run go routes, for you to run post routes. They cannot touch your wide receivers. Drew Brees couldn't make those throws. Jameis can. Now the question was, can you fix Jameis' problems? And the majority of coaches cannot. Bruce Arians, I don't even really think tried. Do I think ultimately he could have? I do. Because I think Bruce Arians, like Sean Payton, is elite. And I think that Bruce Arians liked Jameis Winston. But the way that offseason played out, they were able to get Tom Brady and they they just let Jameis walk, right? They didn't offer him a contract. And Sean Payton got last year to kind of break him in. And now, like, you, you saw him reap the benefits. Like, this guy is really talented. 
Sean's elite at his job, and they boat race the Packers. Now, from the Packers standpoint, is it something or is it nothing? I truly don't know. I, I could easily take a stance and be like, this is because Aaron didn't give a shit about his teammates. He was in Maui with Miles Teller, and they were drinking wine with their shirt off, skinny dipping, and yeah, I don't know. Is that why they got their butts kicked today? Probably not. Sometimes you just lay an egg in the NFL. Yes. Ideally, is it the first game? No. Is that a great reflection of everything you've done for the last, you know, five and a half weeks of training camp? It's not an ideal situation. But none of those guys play in the preseason. But Matt Stafford didn't play in the preseason, and he looked fine in a brand new offense. Aaron Rodgers now been in this offense for multiple years. He's mastered it because he won the MVP last year. And he played, let's face it, one of the worst games we've seen him play in years. He was atrocious. Absolutely terrible. He that the, the one pick he threw where he was kind of tripping is as bad of a play. I don't think he made th- that bad of a play all last season for 16 games. Now, it was a little weird. I guess for them, it was going to be a road game no matter what. So they don't get to really make the excuse. We ended up playing in Jacksonville instead of New Orleans. Why does it really matter to them? And really, they are an outdoor team, so they should be more at home playing on the grass than in the dome. Like, I I don't think they just get an excuse. I'm going to chalk this up as they just played like shit. And they were awful, and they got their butts kicked by a $12 million coach, a franchise that has done a lot of winning, and doesn't look at the Packers like they are some, you know, superior franchise, right? Whether that's true or not, going into the season, that's not the way they were going to carry themselves. And then they got some momentum, they got the lead early, and it just snowballed. Sometimes things just snowball when you have a bad game. Or, I'm not going to discount the possibility that there is something there. That maybe just all this stuff with Aaron Rodgers, it's just, I think it's fair to say, it's something to keep an eye on. Now, every single one of you that DMs me that is a Packer fan, they are easily have, in just in terms of numbers, I would say quantity, one of the biggest fan bases in actual people in, in all of American sports. It would be in the top, 7-8 7-8 list of Yankees, Lakers, Cowboys, Knicks, Packers, Steelers. I mean, they are that level of a brand, right? And my take has consistently been, they're just too big of a brand. I think Aaron knows what he had. They'll figure this out. He'll just stay there. But, you know, some that, that does, you know, you know, take into account my you know, hypothetical that it's going to go well. I mean, I, I I would pick them to win the NFC and they still easily could. No one remembers week one. You go 12 and four. Well, what if you lost week one? Does anyone remember that three years later when I look at your record? Oh, you went 12 and four and you won two playoff games. No, but the way the sport of football works, we react to the one game. They played one game and they look terrible. And, they're, and let's face it, the sport of football isn't that complicated. If you have the MVP in the league and he's your starting quarterback and he plays one of the worst games he's played in years, you're probably going to lose. So it really might just be that simple. Or there maybe there's some just elephant in the room here that Rodgers hates everybody, but he's faking it now. But I, I don't know. Devontae doesn't have a contract. Even though I thought, like, watch it. I didn't think neither of them were. They both were trying as hard as possible. But it's just something to keep an eye on. Uh, huge win for the Saints. An absolute ass-kicking, really. Okay, let me tell you about my friends at FanDuel. Football season's here. And if you've never bet on the NFL, there's never been a better time to give FanDuel Sportsbook a shot. 
Because right now, you can place your first bet risk-free. That's right. You'll get up to $1,000 back if you don't win. FanDuel gives you so many bets to choose from. There are same-game parlay bets, player props, futures, and so much more. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. 21 plus and present in Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or visit fanduel.com slash RG. Colorado, New Jersey, Virginia. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Indiana. Visit www.1800gambler.net. West Virginia. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about an American-made success story in Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. Black Buffalo's nicotine pouches are not owned by Big Tobacco. They're an independent company proudly built right here in the USA for 21 and over adult consumers. Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo Herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. eBay Motors is here for the ride. You know what I remember about my first car? Is that the moment I got it, I wanted to improve it. Because like most 16-year-old kids, you don't exactly get a luxury automobile. So you look at it, you go, well, I need to add some speakers. I need to tint out the windows. I need to make this thing the coolest car possible so I can cruise around town with all my buddies, waving at the babes, and enjoy myself. So my favorite part of car culture when I was young was definitely the subwoofers 
in the back of the car. And uh, we built the boxes from scratch, had multiple 12-inch subs, and you could hear me coming from a long, long way away. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The Chiefs and the Browns. Listen, the three guys, they're going to go down. What I think, you know, the greatest trio of my lifetime, whether this is that or not, I'd have to really think about it. But the one that comes to mind is Aikman, Emmett, and Michael, right? They won three Super Bowls together, quarterback, a running back, and a tight end. Or excuse me, a quarterback, a running back, and a wide receiver. They actually had a tight end too, Jay Novacek, who was pretty sweet as well. But the, the triplets, right? The quarterback, the running back, and the tight end. That's what the Chiefs have. But instead of the, you know, Emmett Smith, they have Tyreek and Kelsey. They had Michael Irvin and Emmett Smith. And Mahomes is much better than Troy Aikman. He's just a more dynamic player. Really, what Mahomes is, is he is Brett Favre, but he's mixed in with like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady. Because he has the ability to intelligently play the sport, where I'm not saying Brett didn't, but he often pushed the envelope, which led to crazy interceptions, which is why he threw more interceptions than anyone in league history. Where Mahomes will turn the ball over and definitely have some turnover-worthy plays, but he also will make the Brett Favre remarkable play, but also the genius-level play that those guys would make, that sometimes Brett just wouldn't make. And Travis Kelsey is a first-ballot Hall of Famer and will go down as one of the greatest playmakers in the history of the league. And Tyreek Hill might be, when it's all said and done, the greatest speed wide receiver ever. Now, you could argue that's Randy Moss, and if that's your argument, that's fair. But when I, I'm just talking kind of smaller speed guys, he's the most uniquely dynamic little guy, I think, in the history of football. He is an unstoppable force. And as Coach Reed told me a couple years back, that what makes him so great is he's a genius as a football player. Andy can ask him to do everything and anything, and he retains it, learns it, and understands it immediately. His football IQ is off the charts. Like, obviously, the way we talk about Mahomes checks every box you would ever want in a player. He's arguably the perfect player. And he's one of the more enjoyable players, I'd say I'm 36 years old, that I've ever watched. Right? The Favre's, Steph Curry's, Michael Jordan's, Tiger Woods. Like, that. that's the, that's the list the kid's already on. I mean, he's like 25 years old, 26 years old. And he, he just, he, he's a breathtaking player. But the two guys he's playing with are also, also the same. Right? Like I said with Hill, Kelsey is... It's truly incredible how consistently competitive the guy is, right? At this point in time, he's won a ring. He's on his third contract. He's made millions of dollars. He's all pro, pro bowler. Like his resume, if it had ended last season, like if he had never, he would have gone to the Hall of Fame. Yet he plays like he's still trying to earn something. And you could argue all three guys do. Their competitive culture of those guys play like they haven't earned shit. Like they're still trying to make a wild card. Yet, they are the two-time defending AFC champs. So every time that they play an AFC powerhouse, 
which is weird to consider the Browns, but let's face it. Like you watch the Browns, I test team. Like, holy shit, they're pretty good. They're loaded. They got good players ever. Everywhere, right? It's like everywhere. At every position. You go, God, they got difference makers. They truly do. It's it's wild to see. You know, <laughs> this ain't your uh, you know, 15 years ago Browns. Stefanski, who looks like, you know, he's kind of got a George Clooney vibe going to him. He's like George Clooney meets a Shanahan because he runs the Shanahan offense, but he's kind of got the Clooney salt and pepper beard. Good looking guy, Ivy League. Uh, now he's a millionaire. So, I mean, I think he's married. But if it's not, I mean, he's pretty eligible bachelor in the in the city of, of Cleveland, Ohio. But ultimately, the Chiefs, man, I mean, that was just a culture win. They had no business really winning that game, except... They always have business winning games because they have just three all-time winners. One starting with an all-time talent at quarterback and these two other guys that are unstoppable. Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey are legitimately unstoppable when it matters the most. And every game that those three guys are on the field, they will have the ability to say, we got three players that you'll have no answer for. And you might have Pro Bowl players on the other side. But our three guys are simply better than anything you were rolling out. And listen, I'm not going to try to hate on Baker Mayfield. I, I think he's solid. He's actually much better as a pro than I would imagine him being, I don't know, two or three years ago. But let's call a spade a spade here. He really benefits from the style of play in which his team operates under, right? They can slam the ball in the run game. I mean, Chubb is a baller. Kareem Hunt, if he's your backup running back, like that is very conducive for a quarterback like Baker Mayfield to have success. When the, when the running game's going well and he can thrive in play action and get some time because they're all biting on the run, he can pick you apart. But as you saw when the game was on the line and it was nut-cutting time and it was like, hey, bro, can you just make a play? Because Mahomes can do that with his eyes closed, right? We'll talk about Ben and the Bills here in a little bit. Ben, for the majority of his career, he thrived in that environment, right? I could be playing like crap all day, all game long. And for 15 years of Big Ben's career, he would pull these plays and go, God, that's why that guy's a Hall of Famer. It's what we all think Josh Allen has in the bag. He didn't really do it today, but we've seen him do it because of his physical characteristics. There are just limitations. Baker tried to make a play today that looked a little Mahomesy. Pocket kind of collapsed. He stepped up. He kind of scrambled. Well, he's not a great athlete, so he's not going to run away from anyone. And his arm actually is pretty good when he's set, but when his body is not you know, perfectly set, He does not just have the Allen Mahomes ability to kind of fling it from the side of his wrist. And he throws the pick. You know, ultimately led to a loss. And then the other big AFC game, and you could argue these four teams, we'll see how the Ravens look on Monday night, which is going to be interesting. They just had a lot of devastating injuries. And I think the Raiders, actually last year, the Raiders of week two against the Saints at home. Now, granted, it was no fans, but no one thought they would win and they kind of kicked the Saints' butt. So I kind of like the Raiders just because I think everyone's going to bet on the Ravens, but I do think the Ravens in this group of Chiefs who are the, the clearly the best team in the AFC, and then the Steelers, the Ravens, the Browns, and the Bills are all kind of in that group, and they'll just kind of battle it out. Who's going to be the healthiest when the season ends? Because they're all kind of built to play outside. They have physical, tough-minded coaches, all defensive-oriented guys, but I and sometimes I do this. I think we discount Mike Tomlin. We go, oh, this is the year the Steelers are going to come back, and I've said it before. I think that Ben is more equipped to have success early in the season. It's warmer outside. His arm can't get stiff. He's 39 years old. He kind of gets chubby as the season goes on. It's just human nature, right? He's going to be better when it's a little warmer. And that, to me, is something to keep an eye on. But 
what you did see today is that franchise has an ethos and a culture that runs deep through every single human that has ever put it on a uniform there. And w- when things get weird or when they're going well, they always show up and they hit people in the teeth. And today was a great example. Like the Bills at home, they weren't have, able to have fans last year. And the Steelers just kind of uglied that game up. And then when it got, t- got tight, the $80 million man just starts making plays. He hadn't practiced all training camp. And then all of a sudden, I'm looking up at my TV, TJ Watts running all over the place like, God. And then I look at the uh, the box score. Minka Fitzpatrick led him in, in tackles. There is just a culture and a mindset there. When you keep that team around, they are tough, man. They, they really are. Now, do I think they can make a long run in the playoffs? That is all dependent on Ben. And I think it's going to be more difficult. Like, I I would buy stock longer in the Bills as the season goes. And the, the one thing with the Steelers, if, if Ben was 33 years old, I, I would have no problem being like, yeah, them and the Chiefs AFC Championship game. But he's 39, the elbow. I will take nothing away from today. And I think that shows you they're more likely to win 11 games than they ever are seven because they're the freaking Pittsburgh Steelers. Just bottom line, period, point blank, end of story. They're the Pittsburgh Steelers. And I learned my lesson a couple years ago when I said, what are these idiots doing trading a first-round pick for Mika Fitzpatrick? Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph, all the terrible offense later, somehow they went 8-8. Eight and 8-8. Eight. Eight and eight. You know what teams like the Browns, like the Lions, like the Raiders would do, would do for 8-8 eight and eight seasons? The Steelers' worst season in a decade and a half Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph, eight and eight. That's what they do. So if Ben plays seventeen games, even if it gets, even if it struggles as the season goes on, it gets cold outside. Let's just face it; they're an eleven-plus win team. Uh, a lot of other stuff that happened today. I'll get into more in depth come Tuesday. Stuff with the Eagles game, uh, the Eagles and Falcons. Some stuff with Kyler Murray. He was fantastic. Seattle and Indy. Uh, I, I need to go back and, and watch couple of those games. I, I just saw it on the red zone. It's hard to just, you know, you kind of like a, a helicopter parent. You know, you fly in and fly out. Actually, I don't even know if that's the what definition of a helicopter parent. That's always the one. Disneyland dad. I always get confused with what those actually mean and the way that I use them in my vernacular. But that's how I feel sometimes with a red zone. I just kind of come in and out. And I don't get, like, same with the Miami. I, like, the Miami-New England game. Like, I, I'm just coming in on red zone. It's 17 to 16 final score. I, I don't feel like I have a great feel for it. I have to watch the game. So I was able to watch all the games that we just talked about. And I watched a lot of college football on Saturday. One thing really stood out to me. And I, I think in college football, unlike the NFL, where if you come to any team as a coordinator and you start kicking ass and taking names and your head coach is on the opposite side of the ball. Like when Kyle Shanahan, what he did for Atlanta, you knew like this guy can really scheme. Like this guy is going to be really good at his job. Sean Payton, Andy Reid were like that when they were younger. You just have different coaches. When you see them run an offense with a defensive head coach, you go, I I know what this guy brings to the table. I think it's a lot harder to do in college football because when you're an offensive coordinator on a powerhouse team, Let's face it, in the history of my life watching college football, those teams are usually pretty good, regardless who's calling plays. Tom Herman was awesome with Urban Meyer. Sark was awesome with Pete Carroll and Nick Saban. They kicked everyone's ass when he was calling plays. I saw Steve Sarkeesian be the head coach for the University of Washington, and he was recruiting 
fantastically. They, they, they landed a ton of good players when he was at Washington. All those guys ended up, I mean, a bunch of Washington guys are in the NFL right now because Steve Sarkeesian recruited them. He struggled to go 7-5 and five at UW year after year after year. Yesterday, when he was getting his ass kicked by Arkansas, I went to his football reference page, and I looked up what his best season was at UW. It was eight wins. Thing at UW, though, but then Chris Peterson went, obviously took him to the playoffs, won 11 games multiple times. It was really successful. Why? Because Chris Peterson is a much better head coach than Sark. Not even debatable. He's in a completely different universe. But then when Sark went to USC, there were much, there were a ton more people just kind of watching it under a microscope. Why? SC is a bigger program than Washington. Nationally, just more important to the college landscape. He lasts like a year and a half there. And then he goes to Texas, where like USC, but probably even on steroids, the amount of people that are going to focus in on every game, every snap, every play, the amount of money that place is generating on a yearly basis is going to be unlike anything he's ever experienced. Because <laughs> let's face it, he didn't experience that at Alabama. He was the coordinator. And when he was the coordinator at Alabama, they had four first-round wide receivers, <clears throat> multiple first-round quarterbacks, a first-round running back. And now he's at Texas. The expectations are pretty high because everyone told me it's just going to be a seamless transition. Sark's really good now. Well, no, I watched Sark as a head coach, and he wasn't that great. Then he goes to Texas and gets his ass kicked by Arkansas. Arkansas went 3-7 and seven last year. They were terrible. They've been consistently terrible in the SEC. They've been arguably one of the worst SEC programs over like the last decade. It, it, honestly, that game looked like USC playing Cal Poly. It looked like Texas, if they were playing a Division I AA team, shoved them around. I think Sark's clock officially started because there's not one person around the University of Texas that's going to view Arkansas as an equal. Because they shouldn't. There's probably less than five kids on Arkansas's program that were offered by the University of Texas. So, bad start, but should we really be that shocked? Because I've seen Sark as a head coach, and it wasn't ever good. Have a great day. See you Tuesday. Adios. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Spentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. 
And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. 